0: Welcome to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is the Christmas episode. Episode 36. It is Christmas Eve and I'm wearing a lot of red and white and a little bit of black because today I'm playing Mrs. Claus or whatever you want to call me or maybe Santa Claus. Does Santa Claus have to be a man? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to get to that. <laughs> um, I'm taking a risk today with my red lipstick, as usual. I did not bring the red lipstick to this little table and i'm kind of stuck back because of all my lighting and i've got a new light over there so escaping isn't really gonna happen but my teeth are at risk i could have red lipstick on them right now in fact and not know it but you know what if that's the case then (laughs) no one's perfect uh but i do have a little compact to check my lipstick and but nothing to repair it so as maybe you've known that the past few episodes my little cocktail light has been acting up (laughs) and I think it's because I might have damaged it with a little bit of moisture. If you'll notice This is the mechanism. That's where the light comes from. And I believe that if you get that wet, probably not such a good thing, so it's probably my fault. How many of you are ready for Christmas tomorrow? I am filming this a little bit early, so I've got a few days yet to prepare, but I feel very unprepared and I feel a little bit nervous. I know I'll make it happen, I know I'll make everything work, but it's just kind of like this leering feeling that I have that I've forgotten something or I'm gonna forget something. Um, but we're just gonna go with the flow. That's all we can do. And I've got my little naughty paddle for those adults out there that are a little naughty this year. I don't have a naughty list. I just have a naughty paddle. So I just act on it when I see it. I even have red lipstick on my palm, the palm of my hand. It's probably gonna be everywhere by the end of this. I brought a straw, even though the kind of cocktail I'm making doesn't require one, but uh, just to keep all of the red lipstick stains off of the glass. All right, so. I had a different plan for a cocktail, um, and I realized, ooh, I don't have like two main ingredients, so I'm just going to make one up, and it's very far from the original recipe that I was going to make today. (laughs) I'm calling it Son of a Grinch, (laughs) because it's going to be green, it's going to be tasty, I think, and uh, we're just going to wing it. I think I've said that twice already. (laughs) Uh, oh yeah, and I've also got my my naughty chains. These you will see on my 25 days of lingerie today's day 24, which means you can go on Patreon and see all 24 videos. And they're roughly between like seven and 10 minutes apiece, some are more. So there's a lot of watch time there, and we get a little get a little naughty. So I wind up using this thing quite a bit. Today's video is not sponsored by anything. So it's sponsored by my 25 days of lingerie. And the link is down below in the description box. If you're watching this video, if you're listening to this podcast, I recommend going to the YouTube channel so you can see my outfit and also click the link in the description box and it will take you, it's actually a Linktree link. So it's got all of my links kind of in one. So it just makes it a bit easier and check out my 25 days of lingerie. I'm also showcasing my videos on my OnlyFans, which is also in the same link. So don't forget to check it in. Okay, so the Son of a Grinch includes two ounces of peach vodka, one ounce of elderflower liqueur, half a lemon, one kiwi, and sparkling water, and a little bit of food coloring, and hopefully this time it doesn't turn into a massive disaster. So let's get started. Oh, there goes my napkin. And I'm gonna need it. Here is my glass. Needs a little polishing, but <laughs> you're a little cabin up in the woods, I don't think it really matters. Two ounces of peach vodka. Now I'm going to be doing this in my little shaker, which has ice in it already. Fresh ice so it's not frozen, I'm going to grab my napkin. Ooh, feathers from the floor. I already used it once to clean off my table. All right, so let's start with this. Two ounces of peach vodka. This is the absolute peach, one, two, I feel like I do that every single time my free pour and then I make the same face like, oops then we're gonna add i need to use some of this up. uh it's actually pretty nice for sipping but i've been choosing the amaretto to sip on lately as opposed to this but it's delicious okay one ounce of this then we want to add half a lemon so i have a cutting board and a knife and a lemon <laughs> and a lemon juicer squeezer whatever the hell this is called fresh lemon so this is going in i did this wrong the first time i was (laughs) i had the lemon upside down and it does make a difference when you're trying to juice one can you see this so half of a lemon then i'm going to add (laughs) <laughs> like tilting my stool I'm gonna fly off a thing. A kiwi! So I don't really know how I'm gonna do this to get like the kiwi to disperse. Okay so half of it I think I'm gonna put in the actual cocktail. I use a spoon to get the kiwi out of the skin. I think most everyone does that. And then just cut the little end off and we have our little kiwi. So this is gonna be the prettier one which I'm gonna use for the cocktail so i'm just gonna go ahead and put those in my glass on the bottom i don't know if that's like taboo in the cocktail making world maybe you have to add your little ingredients after i don't play by the rules okay i'm mrs claus <laughs> kiwi number two. Oh well kiwi half number two and this i'm just gonna chop up and put it in the shaker because I think that the ice is going to beat the shit out of the kiwi and it will flavor it somehow. Kiwi is pretty juicy so I think it'll work. Is that enough juice? Oh yeah because I also have sparkling water to add at the end. Oops I almost forgot. (laughs) I almost forgot to add a little bit of green food coloring and I'm not gonna add a ton. One, two. Three drops of green food coloring. And we're just gonna see what happens, see what comes out. I've also got a couple extra little accessories, which I'll show you after. Good you know, song has been stuck in my head. Malakalikimaka is the thing you say on a Hawaiian Christmas day. <laughs> That's, I don't even know the words, and it's stuck in my head. Uh, okay, here we go. We're going to shake up this puppy and see what happens. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Hey. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Ooh, jingle bells, <laughs> jingle all the way. Um, oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Boom. All right, so shake your cocktail to the length of Jingle Bells and pour. Okay, you know what I love? I love that the little seeds made it through the holes. Now, if there ever was a Grinchy cocktail, this is it. You son of a Grinch. (laughs) There is like a little Kiwi something. Hopefully it's not a spider leg. (laughs) But you know if it was... (laughs) You know me, bugs are right up my alley. Okay, so there's that. I'm quite pleased with how this is looking. Of course, I have a green straw. And now I'm gonna taste this before I do any meddling. Okay, ready? Here we go. Oh, my goodness. This is um, a winner. When I thought about the Grinch, I thought about sour flavors and that's why I included the lemon and the kiwi. And it works because you know, that the Grinch is kind of a sour dude and I would expect that the cocktail be sour as well. Now I do have two options. I've got like a green sour apple candy and a cinnamon. What a bummer. (laughs) It broke! I want to stir my cocktail with this. I feel like the green apple obviously is where we need to go. Definitely is sour. I'm wondering if the cinnamon is going to rock or suck. <laughs> but it's rock candy and you suck it. Weird. There's like fibers floating around here. I added the cinnamon stick. I added the apple. Did it need it? I don't know. Wait, didn't wasn't I gonna garnish? Oh, no, never mind. I should have done like a little thing on the edge, but I think I still can. Let's see. (laughs) No, I made more of a mess. What do you think? My Grinchy cocktail, son of a Grinch. Ooh, so the only sweetness in this cocktail is elderflower liqueur. And in fact, the peach, the peach uh, vodka does have some sugar in it too, I think but um, the little candy sticks do add some sweetness too. The longer you leave it, the sweeter your cocktail gets. It's kind of like a fine wine that ages with time, gets sweeter as you leave it. Okay, I have to tell you about my week. It was pretty average, nothing crazy, except for one specific thing. So I was driving home one evening and I hit a deer. So I've hit a deer before, but never anything serious. Usually what winds up happening, so I have like kind of a a two-way road back to my house. And we wind up having to go through some pretty narrow spots where there's kind of canyon on both sides. Like rocks on both sides so what tends to happen is if deer get trapped in this one area they don't really have anywhere to go and if it's foggy or if it's snowing or raining it's hard to see them until it's kind of a bit too late so anyway I was driving home in the evening time with groceries and ready to cook myself a damn good meal (laughs) and a deer in this one spot was kind of hanging on on the edge and last minute decided to run across to the other side but because the road was like sheer ice underneath the deer was sort of like running in one spot almost like like a cartoon character on looney tunes <laughs> like the roadrunner and so this poor deer is sort of running and I could see that it's a big buck it's a big white tail buck so I'm like right away like shit and I I slam my brakes I'm sliding he's sliding and I wound up kind of smoking him but because he was running in one spot he kind of started to fall over so what happened was he kind of just like tipped over and kind of made his way out from underneath my car so my car wasn't actually damaged at all not that that's the important thing poor ass deer When I hit him both of his horns flew off like this and they landed in the ditch I was blown away by this because I've never seen that before but it turns out actually that right now they're losing their antlers like they're losing their horns I call them horns they're not horns but they're losing their antlers so they just popped off like, I don't know how you even, what, what you compare it to. <laughs> you know, like they just kind of flew off and I'll never forget seeing, like hitting the deer, seeing it's like poor terrified face kind of slipping under my car. And then the antlers just flying off like in a pair and then landing over on the other side of the road. And there tends to be traffic on and off. Like some days are quite hefty traffic on my road. Sometimes it's just dead. Luckily it's kind of was in the dead zone. The deer that I w- smoked, <laughs> ran off, completely ran off and, like, obviously no broken legs or anything and I don't know where the hell it went and I really hope it's still alive but because there was like absolutely no damage to my car and I kind of felt I felt the hit but it was kind of like a blip, blip type thing that I think he was fine but then I so I stopped my car and I'm kind of in a spot where there's good visibility both ways because the last thing you want to do sometimes is stop your car on like because you hit something but there's like a turn right before you and then you wind up making things 10 times worse by causing an accident so there's nobody coming either way I saw where the horns landed like this next to each other kind of in like a little fluff of snow and so I grabbed the horns and uh freaking went home (laughs) and cooked my dinner. (laughs) If I would have actually left the horns on the road that would have been bad because they can puncture a tire or somebody else stops to pick them up or whatever. So in a strange way I kind of have like a little memorabilia of this deer and I pray that it's fine. If it wasn't, however, then I'd be cooking deer that night. <laughs> it wouldn't have gone to waste. Let me just say that. I know it's actually kind of illegal to pick up roadkill, but because I happen to have a trapper's license, uh, that's a long story. I can legally pick this stuff up. But anyway, so like I said, either way, it wound up working out. The deer ran off. If it hadn't, like I said, I would have have freezer full of whitetail alongside my moose and elk and all the other wild meat in my freezer. Uh, That's a whole other part of my life I don't really talk about but I'll save that for another day. And the rest of my week was receiving a couple packages. I received a very important accessory for my 25 days of lingerie that I'm featuring on day 25, which is tomorrow, which was super exciting. And uh, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind this month so far, and it's still happening. There is some baking I still wanna do. I love to do gingerbread cookies and not just gingerbread men, but I like to do all different shapes and kind of like a crunchy, crispy gingerbread uh, to decorate with like really vivid, icing colors and I love the look of a dark gingerbread and like neon icing okay so I was listening to a podcast and I heard this story told it was actually your mama's house podcast I think it was anyway they were talking about and I shouldn't laugh but there was a case of in in India there was some sort of vehicle like road accident and one of the people wound up in the morgue and the sister of the the deceased went to go and identify the body but when she got in the morgue she felt that the body was warm and it turns out the guy was actually alive so she actually took a video of this of her brother laying there warm in the morgue with ice all around him and apparently he'd been in there for like six hours uh luckily I think in India the freezers aren't uh to code like as cold as they should be um my light just flickered never done that talking about the afterlife (laughs) actually not really um anyway so she's outraged and anyway this went viral I guess online you could probably find it online Uh, and then it got me thinking and it's kind of like a, a fear I think we all have like being buried alive or being mistaken for dead you know, but you're not. Uh, and I believe that this was probably something that happened a lot in the past before they had different technology to be able to check your pulse, <laughs> or you know, things like that. Where back in the day, it was like, yeah, yeah, Scotty, he kind of looks dead. Yeah, just throw him in the back. <laughs> you know, but you're just like paralyzed, like. Ah. Uh, so that's like a major fear of mine. So I read this. I read this. I heard the story, and um, I. It made me just cringe. And I know, like I said, it's happened many times. I think I've heard stories before about this. There was a recent story, I think, and it was in the States and this young girl was mistaken for dead. She had some issues. So she had, I think she was quite disabled. And anyway, she, they mistook her for dead too. And then she came back to life and it was like deemed some sort of miracle, but it's really just medical error. (laughs) but I mean it's a miracle to the person that you know you love this person they came back to life I'd call it a miracle too especially when you're told that they're dead and then you're like they're like actually she's alive (laughs) oh my god imagine that that's insane insane I just thought I'd bring that up I know it's a little bit morbid and I've got some more like morbid things that I was writing about um for my script today like I shouldn't say script but like I write down ideas that I like to talk about and I'm like holy crap even the jokes that I found are (laughs) Just super dark, and so I don't know. Merry Christmas! It's just kind of the way that it's going to be today. So another thing that that sparked in me an idea to talk about is like, have you ever been left behind or forgotten? Kind of in like a home alone type sense where your family leaves and they don't realize you're gone <laughs> for a while. Um, I have a hilarious story, and I just told this the other day. It's a story about my mom, and I'll probably botch the story because me trying to repeat. Have you ever heard the game Telephone? <laughs> <laughs> Where one person starts the story and it comes out completely different at the other end. That's the story of my life. But I think I'll I'll hit it on the head. But she she told me a story one time about she's one of seven children, okay? And my Oma and Oma were taking everybody to i think of a local lake because at the time they were living in lethbridge they were going to i guess park lake or something and uh so all the kids were loaded up and back in the day all seven of them were just jamming the car right no seatbelts, no nothing just hop in and go so my mom walks out of the bathroom i guess or walks out and the, fa- the car's gone family's gone she's going oh my god they left without me so she i guess worries about it and paces around and she winds up sitting on the front steps well what do you know their family car comes back. Mom thinks, oh, they came back. They realize they forgot me. But it turns out the only reason why my Opa came back uh, was because he forgot matches. <laughs> he forgot matches, so I came back. And there was my mom sitting on the front steps. <laughs> and I think to this day, I'm not sure if she knows whether that was a joke about, oh, I came back because I forgot matches, or if they actually realized, you know, while, while they were on their way that they had forgot my mom. <laughs> Um, but I mean with seven kids it's kind of like if you look at the back and all you see is blonde little noggins everywhere how easy is it to you know forget maybe one of them knew they're like they forgot Maria (laughs) I'm sure one of them one of them must have known but maybe not and then I thought about myself and if there was ever a time that I was forgotten and really there's not one thing that I can remember where I felt like I was standing there lost not Confused as to where my family went, and I I don't think that ever happened to me. But there was one time (laughs) when I had moved to a new house and was going to a new school, and I believe it was like grade five. I was sort of in between like making new friends and trying to find friends. So, anyway, I wound up just playing with like a group of grade threes or something and I remember they were a lot younger than me but I was playing like Sailor Moon with them or something and I was quite a whimsical child so it didn't really matter who I was so used to playing with my little brother or sister or my cousins, so like playing with younger kids was never like a, a thing in my head and then I remember um the older kids mentioning like, oh, what a loser, you're playing with the little kids. Like what a baby, ooh. And then for some reason, instead of like the, the kids that I was playing with feeling cool because I was hanging out with them, they decided that I was kind of the enemy. So what they did was they're like, we're gonna play a game. And they, <laughs> they <laughs> at the time I was wearing a jacket, like a winter coat, because it was winter time. And uh, they were tying me to the fence with the strings that were coming off of my jacket and it was I don't know what kind of strings these were I think just like literally ties shoestring type ties on my jacket so they tied me to the fence and they were they made it into a game like I don't remember what the game was but it was like how about you're like trapped here and we have to save you type thing right so then I'm tr- I'm tied to the fence and both arms are out like this and what do you know the bell rings and the kids start laughing and they all run off and I'm stuck to the fence and it's probably minus 20 knowing back in the day in Lethbridge is blowing sideways and um oh sorry that would have been Calgary. weird anyway but I, <laughs> I remember being stuck there and going crap like and my zip, z- zipper was done up and I'm like there's no way I can actually get out of this without like pulling my arms out and I couldn't and then uh, one of the duties like one of the teachers mm-hmm. saw me and came in and tied me like but this was like 10 minutes after the bell had gone and then there I was <laughs> stuck and that's the only time that, like, came to mind when I thought about being left behind or being kind of forgotten about, even though it was intentional, but otherwise, yeah. Oh, look at the little kiwi seed stuck to my candy stick. You guys, this is a freaking winner. The elderflower liqueur with the, like, tart flavors that I have going on here works really, really well. Like, it's super coming through and but it's also like adds a bit of a twist to it like I think if you could if you had sort of a sweeter cocktail you were making or a a sour cocktail add some elderflower liqueur it will confuse the hell out of people they'll wonder what the hell that flavor is you know what I mean they're like there's something in there that I just can't put my finger on it it has a very very nice kind of like tanginess on the back of the tongue but it's not drying or I love it I'm gonna definitely put, okay, so by the way, I will put the recipe for this down below in the description box, exactly how I made it. Oh, you know what I didn't add is sparkling water, but I didn't need to. I don't need sparkling water. I was thinking that I needed more liquid, but the lemon added some, so did the kiwi, so did the alcohol. (laughs) It's pretty boozy. It's kind of like pretty much a martini in a daiquiri glass. Are there rules about that? I don't know. I'm Mrs. Claus. I make up the rules. So I'm wearing like a little... A little dress, a little Mrs. Claus dress, and um, I love it. It's super comfortable, and I'm wearing it with leggings right now, actually, but I could wear this to a party because it's pretty short. So, yeah, I want to know if there was ever a time that you were forgotten or left behind because I'm sure it's (laughs) happened to to a few of us. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Facts. All right, these are not just Christmas facts. They're not Christmas facts at all. In fact, (laughs) they are random facts. This batch is from Thought Catalog and they're kind of short and sweet facts. There's no like real detail behind them. So you can do your own research if you're curious about the more information about these facts, but uh, like I said, thoughtcatalog.com. Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. I'm so glad I know that. (laughs) What would I have done in my life if I didn't know that (laughs) fact? This is funny. The Vatican City is the country that drinks the most wine per capita at 74 liters per citizen per year. 74 liters! Wine. I don't know. It's like the the blood of Christ. (laughs) They're just giving her. Approximately 40,000 Americans are injured by toilets each year. So let's talk about this. Okay. There is obviously the potential of a toilet breaking and of course toilets typically are made of porcelain and if the toilet breaks and you kind of happen to be on it you're sort of at risk of getting stabbed. Okay that's one one risk. The second is there are different types of toilets in the world. Some of them have a tank above the seat some of them have a tank behind. Um, I'm wondering if there are bidet related injuries. <laughs> So when I went to South Korea, actually, well, we stopped in Japan and uh, we in Tokyo and that's the first time I'd ever been to a public restroom that was that clean to begin with, but that had a bidet attached. So you sit on the seat and then next to you, there are two panels um, that look like great big channel changers or like remote controls and they're white and then you just pick what you want. Of course, in Japan, they're Japanese, but they're normally like depicted with like little photos like so you can kind of see where there's one stream or three streams or a temperature right (laughs) so I'm thinking that some of these injuries could be bidet related like burning your peach is what I'm thinking (laughs) like the water coming out of your bidet is scalding hot and you burn your peach or your butthole and then you have to go to the doctor and be like I think I burned my butthole (laughs) the doctor's like what? And then it turns out there's a rogue pipe that burst, and the scalding hot water was in the wrong pipe. And I don't know if it works that way, but so bidet related injuries. Uh, maybe it's a pressure issue. Maybe it came out blasting like a sandblaster. <laughs> okay. And then there's the lid. The lid cracks. Okay. You're sitting on it, and you're maybe a bit heavier, and you sit on it, and this, the lid's cracked. You don't know it. It spreads the crack apart. <laughs> then. You sit on it and then it, when you stand up, it pinches, I don't know, your nutsack, <laughs> your peach lip, your butt cheek, and maybe rips your skin open. That could be another thing that happens. What constitutes an injury though? Like, is it like a something that's recorded in the hospital? It's got to be bad enough to wind up in the hospital. Falling into the toilet, reaching in the toilet to retrieve something you dropped in there and getting your arm stuck. I mean, yeah, I could kind of, I could see that. So 40000 each year, it actually sounds kind of low. <laughs> that cinnamon stick is adding something. Okay, I'm going to show you what this looks like to me. So here's the kiwis. I got the cinnamon stick that I broke, so it would be this long. You could see how some of this has been dissolving into this drink. Oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> ba ba okay sorry cat facts back on track if a female ferret does not have sex for a year she will die say what (laughs) I would look it up but I would just get super distracted and get off on some other tangents so if you want to know about that look it up I'll look it up later ketchup was sold in the 1830s as medicine when was ketchup invented wasn't Heinz the creator of ketchup or was it in existence before and when did Heinz okay I got it when Was Heinz ketchup invented? 1876, but ketchup was sold in the 1830s as medicine. Maybe they just had something that was called ketchup and then Heinz just did it right. And then that continued on for the rest of time. Um, As medicine, I don't know what wasn't sold as medicine. I feel like at one time eating dirt was something that would help you in one of your ailments. Like you got gut rot, eat dirt. You got really bad gut rot, eat dirt from the horse stall. (laughs) Almost... A-L-M-O-S-T is the longest word in the English, in English, <laughs> is the longest word in the English, with all the letters in alphabetical order. A-L-M-O-S-T. Um, did you know that Sean Connery wore a toupee in all of his James Bond movies? I gotta be honest and say that I feel like every movie actress is wearing some sort of hairpiece, wig, you name it. So are we supposed to shame... Sean Connery for being a little bald I don't think so and I gotta say I do find like baldness doesn't bother me I don't find baldness unsexy it just doesn't like if I see a guy with that's balding or bald it doesn't turn me off you know what I mean it doesn't represent like age or I know so many young bald dudes they just choose to shave their head but I mean maybe like if you're like George Costanza that would turn me off (laughs) But at the same time, I I don't know what it is. Like I see the face and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm making that up, but I think I know enough attractive bald guys that baldness doesn't, doesn't bother me. Okay. (laughs) Remember how last podcast I brought up Nicolas Cage and like what the hell is going on with him? Nicolas Cage bought a pet octopus once because he sincerely thought it might help with his acting. I could so see Nicolas Cage doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah, an octopus. I I'll watch it at night. Learn. Why did I have a, like a Trump accent? <laughs> learn what its what its you know what its maneuvers are and uh, like what I could so see him giving some speech about an octopus and how it would apply to his acting and how like an octopus can take on many shapes and colors and it makes sense. Also, Nicolas Cage once did magic mushrooms with his cat why not i I would imagine that he wouldn't have given it to his cat his cat would have eaten them by accident and then he was like f -F it i'll join you and ate the rest (laughs) and then they're sitting there holding hands like this tripping out (laughs) that actually is pretty funny it actually takes 142.18 licks to reach the center of a tootsie bob what is a tootsie bob anymore anymore anyway (laughs) whoa What is a Tootsie Pop anymore, anyway? What I wanna know is, are Tootsie Pops made the same as they've always been? Has the recipe changed? Have they replaced natural sugar with high fructose glucose syrup? (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing, but what I'm asking is, um, if companies can make it cheaper and faster these days, I'm sure it probably takes at least 150 licks nowadays. Maybe fewer, I don't know. 1% of all women can achieve full orgasm just by stimulating their breasts. So, I know this for a fact. <laughs> mm. <laughs> if you've read some of my erotic stories on OnlyFans, women are all built differently, and some women I think have more nerve endings in their nipples than others. You never want to skip the nipples. That is something that is plays a part in the whole How do I how do I say this classily? <laughs> don't skip the nips they're a big part of a woman's climax but not for everyone for me yes for others maybe not so much but I don't know you just got to like feel the person out (laughs) sorry that sounded bad but you know what I mean you know what I mean you'll eat more than 35,000 cookies in your lifetime probably if you're gluten-free like me and you don't buy anything at Tim Hortons besides coffee, then I think you're fine. Uh, But 35,000 cookies, that's a lot. I mean, I'm sure it's probably pretty close though. Like if you think about gatherings, birthdays, cookies are kind of always a thing that's there, but 35,000? It is impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. I agree with this. Maybe the word impossible is a bit strong. I bet there's somebody who's like pried their eyeballs open to prove it wrong there is a town in canada called dildo dildo canada that is where i had my very first bagel (laughs) just joking i've never been to dildo canada but i've been to vulcan where uh they've really tied star trek to their i almost said star wars star trek to their town so you go to vulcan and um like that's like planet vulcan from star trek spock There are spaceships and space shuttles and paintings and all throughout the town. It's pretty funny. France was still executing people by guillotine or guillotine when the first Star Wars movie came out. France was still executing people by chopping off their heads (laughs) when the first Star Wars movie came out. It seems so um, medieval, the thought of a guillotine but it really kind of kept happening like right into when did the first Star Wars movie come out? The 70s? Do I have I have more facts? Uh, No piece of square paper can be folded more than seven times in half. No piece of square paper. What if you're talking about like Bible paper? What if it's super thin? Like are you talking about what kind of paper here? Computer paper? (laughs) Uh, Anyway and the U.S. Treasury once considered producing donut shaped coins. That is the last fact. I would assume that donut shaped coins are basically like a coin with no center. It's like a toonie in Canada without the middle. Just pop that out. I've seen that before. That concludes cat fans. So I have been in touch with a certain company. I'm not going to say who it is yet, but um, it's a liquor company. A Canadian liquor company and uh, they're sending me a bunch of their product <laughs> for this podcast so we could make a bunch of really fun cocktails and we're sort of contemplating a potential kitty liquor liqueur or a kitty liquor gin now I have an affinity to gin I love I will choose gin over vodka rum whiskey you name it and I don't know if it just reminds me of the smell of the forest <laughs> or why it is that gin is kind of where it's at for me but how exciting i am actually super stoked about this this is something that i thought about long before i even started my podcast because i had the name kitty liquor in my head like i said before this all came about and but i'll keep you posted along with the journey if if that is where it goes and things work out and um because like i said it's pretty prelim- preliminary at this point but i think that'd be super fun a kitty liquor liqueur i i'm leaning more towards so i love gin but i would love to have like a final product just sippable on its own liqueur but something i mean it's all been done before i know like within the liquor business but something very unique and specific to who I am, my brand, and what I'm all about. Okay. <laughs> so I just thought I'd bring that up. It's just something that uh, could happen. And, uh, but like I said, I'll keep you posted and make sure to document everything and get your feedback and all that fun stuff. And I wanna know, um, have you guys been watching the series Yellowstone? I'm gonna make another one. That is so good. It's pretty much ice water, kind of thirsty anyway. All right. Let's see if I can recreate this. No. So sometimes with this shaker, if the temperature is going from hot to cold, hot to cold, I shouldn't say hot to cold, but this lid can be impossible to get off. Let me see if, I need help. Can you open this for me? If I was at a party, And I was hosting and I was about to make another cocktail for everyone. This would be really shitty. So before I make it worse, because that can happen, I'm gonna just see what I can do here. You know what I've had to do before with this thing? I've had to take a screw that's the size of this, or slightly bigger, I should say, and then pull it off that way because this gets so stuck. And I'm telling you, I will open it It is going to open. I will make a second cocktail. Okay, wait. Santa baby. (laughs) I did it. Okay, so I'm gonna make it less boozy this time just because it is my second and I can kind of feel it. (laughs) One shot of that. One shot of this. And I still got some uh, kiwi pieces in there and then I've got another lemon half, which is perfect. Done. You guys don't wanna see me when I'm actually drunk cause I don't know why, but I just generally like to keep it under control. I think it's been a long time in fact since I've been actually like drunk, drunk. I don't really like to get drunk. I like to get a little, just a little bit tipsy, and then, then call it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ready? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Boom. Alright. Definitely not as full as last time, but that's because there's uh five less shots <laughs> than last time. Still beautiful, lovely, and uh, let's see. Mm. You guys, I will confidently say that if you make this drink, for those of you who maybe like it like sweeter, where you could taste a lot more sugar in it, then make like a simple syrup and just add a little bit of that too. But the flavors of this, with the peach vodka, the uh, elderflower liqueur, the Saint Germain, or maybe you can find a different brand. I'm not sure if I've ever heard of one. And uh, the lemon and the kiwi; these are extra too. I'm not saying you need these, but it adds a little, a little something special. All right. So I think I started talking about Le- Yellowstone. <laughs> um So Yellowstone is a series that I started watching like not too long ago, and I'm on season three like episode three i think i think there's a fourth season but it was a little bit i'm not really into like cowboy films to me it kind of looked like it was set back in the day and i'm like not about that type of series but uh the characters definitely make it for me especially of course Kevin Costner plays uh, like the main character but his daughter the redhead and I'm so bad with names that I won't remember her name but she like carries the whole film both of them do but if not film but series it's super interesting and I I highly recommend it like I said it's a little bit slow to start I find and um but it's worth it and I think that you'll really like it if you like me you might like it (laughs) just saying um 104. Okay. So a question. When do you feel the sexiest? Now, I know that there are people watching this podcast that never feel sexy, never have felt sexy, but you got to kind of take this question. You could say, when do you feel your best? So say tomorrow you were going to go meet your favorite favorite celebrity and um, somebody that you respected, somebody that you wanted to maybe make a good impression on, like a potential future boss or something. What do you do to prepare yourself for this? That is kind of like what the, where I'm going with this question, where so so sexiest is like one way to put it, but when do you feel your best? You know, like what do you need to do? And for me, I have, <laughs> I've fallen into this thing where I will wear more makeup when I'm like meeting a like I wear the most makeup when I'm filming. Like I am wearing foundation, contour, I'm wearing eye makeup, eyeliner, red lipstick, but if I'm meeting somebody like that I really respect or somebody that I'm like trying to make a good impression on, I don't wear as much makeup. Like I don't, I don't take it to this level. I, I realize that obviously I've got lots of lights shining on me, so I'm you know, like I can get quite washed out if I'm not wearing kind of more makeup, but I can't stand the look of foundation, which is kind of the, the stuff you put on your face to cover, like to make your skin tone more even. I can't stand the look of that in the sunlight because it just looks cakey and kind of, and I have textured skin, like I don't have perfect smooth model skin, so it can look worse. It really, really like amplifies any imperfections on your face, especially in the sunlight. I don't like to wear a lot of makeup, especially if I'm meeting somebody outside, but this is a personal question for me say I'm going on a date okay this would be my routine before I meet the person that I'm going on a date with first thing would be to hop in the shower shave my legs I shave my armpits (laughs) I wash my hair wash my face and then a step that I never skip is exfoliate. But you never want to use something too abrasive to exfoliate. So what I use and these are like the best, they're from The Body Shop, are these exfoliating mitts, and basically they're kind of like loofahs for your hands. But it's not a bra- it's not like you're using a scrub or something that's scraping like breaking the skin. It's just a nice kind of mild, I don't know, texture and I can use it with like a body oil in the shower. So sometimes I'll use like a, one of my favorites is uh, a L'Occitane, the almond oil, like the almond shower oil. It's sort of a soap kind of, but it's more oil and like more hydrating and uh, especially in the winter time is so nice and it smells so, so good. So that, then when I get out of the shower, I dry my hair slightly with a towel I put in a hair oil, which sounds weird, but hair oils are actually super good for your hair. And for me, um, just make the ends less dry and it doesn't make your hair greasy at all, but you don't wanna put it like at your roots either. And then I will, oh, one thing I do do in the shower too, is I have like a special little foot loofah that I just, every time I shower, I just kind of like exfoliate my feet a little bit, get the dry skin off. So my feet are usually smooth cause I typically have like a pretty decent manicure or pedicure (laughs) so uh, I kind of keep my feet up for sure and then I will go into my closet and start to pick out an outfit then once I've picked out an outfit then maybe I'll go and because I'm going to get ready put my makeup on and kind of do my hair grab a glass of champagne I always have champagne on hand Uh, and sometimes I'll even have champagne in the shower (laughs) which is fun, but usually only on like date nights. And then do my hair, do my makeup. I do have a specific perfume that I wear on dates. It is the Dolce by Dolce & Gabbana. That is a winner. And yeah, make sure my teeth are brushed and be sure to have like, extra lip gloss on hand and you know nothing crazy I don't do anything too crazy but uh that's sort of my my routine so if I were to meet a meet a celebrity a potential boyfriend or whatever uh that's sort of my steps to feeling my sexiest well I am gonna end this podcast off with kitty twisters (laughs) okay this is what I mean these these jokes are a little bit dark. So, forgive me. I know this is a Christmas episode. It's Christmas Eve, but we're just going to roll with it. My grief counselor died. He was so good. I don't even care. Don't challenge death to a pillow fight unless you're prepared for the repercussions. Repercussions? Repercussions. <laughs> Patient. Oh, doctor, I'm starting to forget things. Doctor, since when have you had this condition? What condition? <laughs> I have many jokes about the unemployed. Sadly, none of them work. <laughs> a man and a woman are walking through the woods at night when the woman says, I'm scared. The guy says, how do you think I feel? I have to walk back alone. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a rabbit and a pit bull? Just the pit bull. <laughs> Last week, a girl asked me for sex. I had to disappoint her. So I said Yes. <laughs> this made me laugh out loud i went to a meeting yesterday at my premature ejaculator support group turns out it's tomorrow (laughs) Uh, a couple next door recently made a sex tape they just don't know it yet creepy i saw a dildo for sale described as nine inches long and realistic i thought which is it (laughs) all right that concludes kitty twisters Thank God, because that was getting dark and darker and darker. And you know what I realized? It did not light my candle, but it still looks pretty, doesn't it? So don't forget that 25 days of lingerie is on until December 31st. So today, when you're watching this, 24 videos will be available for you to watch right now. 24 lingerie, try on, sultry, sexy, striptease type videos. And you can also be entered to win the iPad. Oh yeah, I gotta grab those. Oh, they're way over there. It's an Apple iPad Air fourth gen and a Apple Watch Series three black. The iPad is sky blue. To be eligible to win, you need to either uh, follow my 25 days of lingerie on my patreon page or have purchased at least 10 videos on my OnlyFans page um you can message me and request them too because i kind of like put them out every day if you're new then you need to request them but uh and then you'll be entered to win it's not a ton of people so your odds are actually better to win one of these prizes and it's right in time for christmas i will be posting the recipe for this cocktail in the description box down below highly recommend um this podcast if you're watching this is available on spotify amazon google audible um, everywhere so don't worry you can always find me and please like this video if you're watching it on youtube and subscribe so you don't miss my future podcasts also follow me on spotify so you're always in the loop and tomorrow is christmas and i hope that you guys have an amazing christmas day merry 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 christmas to all of you and uh i will be back so this is going up on the 20th So I will see you again next Friday, which is New Year's Eve uh, in probably a pretty sparkly outfit with some champagne and or maybe some sort of different New Year's cocktail and spend that with you as well. So I will see you the day before next year (laughs) on the 31st. I hope that you're excited. Next year is going to be awesome and I can't wait and I hope you're just having a wonderful day and have a wonderful Christmas big love and kisses and hugs to all of you and I'll see you in my next video bye